You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Gastro Interitis Blues. My name is Steve Lippman. Uh, I am here with Emily Anderson and Dan Volpone on a very special episode. Emily, how are you doing? I'm good. I am in my car doing this um, mm-hmm. in a parking garage in Center City. So perfect uh, ambiance for a podcast. Yes, this is a very stress-free week for Emily, and I'm glad that we scheduled something right in the middle of it. Um, Dan? <laughs> Dan, how's life for you, buddy? It's fine. You know, it's pretty good. I'm excited. Pretty good. So, yeah, let's, let's talk about our guest. Uh, our guest today, he played three seasons at DePaul before he was drafted number 58 overall for the Sixers in the 2020 draft. Recently with the Delaware Blue Clots, Clots, Blood Clots, he oh. won the G League <laughs> MVP and Rookie of the Year, including being named to the All-NBA G League First Team, the G League All-Defense Team, and the G League All-Rookie Team. And then in March, the Sixers converted his two-way contract to a standard NBA three-year contract. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today on the Gastroenteritis Blues is Paul Reed. So we're live here with Paul Reed uh, on the Sixers. We're so happy to have you. Thank you so much for being here. How are you, man? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed. All right. Well, speaking of that, I want to ask you, what has this season been like for you? You know, you split some time between the NBA and the G League. You complete competed in the G League bubble. You won the MVP with the G League, and then you got converted to a full-time contract. And it's all happening during a pandemic. What has this been like for you? Uh, it's been, it's been good. It's been a great opportunity for me to grow. Uh, as a player on and off the court. Um, you know, it's a, I'm 21, so it's a, it's a big part of my life, you know, just everything happening so fast. I just got to grow up fast and adapt to this like new lifestyle. For sure. For sure. So yeah. I wanted to ask you, uh, what was draft night like for you? And what, what was it like for you, especially when you got the call from the Sixers? Jazz night was crazy. Uh, like y'all know, I got picked 58, so I had to sit down and watch 58 people get picked before me. And you know, it was it was it was like kind of a humbling experience. But uh, my name when the sisters picked me at 58, you know, it was, it was just such a good feeling that uh, team 
willing to take the chance of so you you uh have connected very quickly with the Sixers fans with Philly fans what has it been like for you to now be able to play in front of Sixers fans as opposed to at the beginning of the season when there was nobody in the arena was was that strange and what's it like having Philly fans there that was a huge difference uh you know they Philly fans will keep it real uh I, I see like if you plan if you plan bad they're gonna let us know but when we're playing good they definitely gonna they gonna have our back so it's it's a big difference, you know, like we feed off the energy. Like every play, uh, you know, it just gives us more energy. Especially like me, you know, coming in, no fans. So it was just I had to get used to uh playing with no fans, man. It was a it was a easy transition for me. Um but when the fans came back it was just it just make it make it like way more fun for real. Cause you know you got like people rooting for you in the stands instead of just like cardboard pitches. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, you know, definitely I can speak at least for everyone on this podcast. We love watching you play. And we were kind of wondering, you know, is there anything specific you're working on now to try to like carve out an even bigger role? Um, even get even more playing time. Is there anything you're focused on in that regard? Uh, just making sure I'm doing the right things on defense. Uh, I think me being the best defense player I can be will uh, give me more trust from like the coaches, and they'll be more comfortable putting me out there on the court. So for me, I think it's, it's defense right now. I know the offense gonna come like. I'm going I'm to have cuts. I'm going to get offensive rebounds. I'm going to, uh, you know, space the floor, do all that kind of stuff. Uh, but defense is, is key. There's been a, a lot of talk about how uh, close this Sixers team has been and how the chemistry and the culture is really strong with the team. Has, has it felt that way to you? And are there guys on the team that you're especially close with? Yeah, it's definitely felt that way. I feel like everybody – got a relationship with everybody on the team. And it's all like positive energy. You know, it's, it's never like negative energy floating around. So uh, when you're talking about championship teams, you know, I think that's extremely important. It's having everybody on the same page, on the same like mindset. And then yep. the vets, you know, we got a lot of vets on our team. So, you know, they, they always looking out for the younger players. Yeah, that's that's cool to hear. Um, so we read a, a little bit about um, how you guys have some post game parties in the weight room, <laughs> um, and we were wondering, uh, you know, have you been invited? Have you won the uh, big energy chain? What's all going on with that? Uh, actually, one of the weightlifting coach just told me like he would have gave me the big energy chain, like. This past game, if you have, if you have one, mm-hmm. but somebody left it in their locker, so. Oh, gee. <laughs> it, it was big. But yeah, I be I be getting invited to the post game parties. Um, it's just a, a great opportunity for us to like bond after the game, and sometimes we do it after losses too. So it kind of just helps us like stay locked in for real. 
no. Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes sense, and that sounds that sounds pretty cool. Um, you talked about this a little bit. Um, you talked about kind of how the how the vets have been have been good to the younger guys. Um, I was wondering though, uh, coming from the vets and as you being one of the younger guys on the team, do you have any rookie duties? And if so, uh, what do those look like for you? Oh yeah, I got I got rookie duties. Um, uh, my rookie duties normally be just like carrying bags or like to the plane or to the bus or anywhere. Or um, sometimes I have to go get some food or call the Uber or or drop some off. You know, it's any. It's a lot of different. It's really just doing whatever they whatever the vets need for. Real. So uh, something that's caught on big time, which I'm sure you know and you've talked a little bit about, is your nickname uh, at the Sixers Arena. Matt Cord uh, announces you as B-Ball Paul. Um, what is the origin of that nickname? Where did it start for you? Do you like it? And are you happy that it's become such a such a thing that people know you by? Oh, yeah, yeah. It started in um, like middle school. I changed my Instagram name to be ball Paul and I never like went back. I never like changed it from that. So it started way back then. And and it wasn't until like I started getting like offers and like senior year people really started calling me yeah. That's great. It was cool. And then college really when people was really calling me that, like a lot of the girls was calling me that at my school. It was crazy. That's like, great. I was going like I go out to a party or something. Yeah. Yeah, just be calling me that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot better than what girls in college called me. I'm very I'm happy for you. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, you know, um I think it's a really great nickname. Like of all the of anyone in the league right now, I, I can't really think of a better one off the top of my head. So I, I know we're big fans of it. So we're, we're glad you stuck with it. Um, with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So one of the things that was mentioned a little earlier, I think it was Dwight Howard talking about it a bit. Um, and he said that you asked people to call you, to call you Allie. And I think you pushed back on that a little bit. Could you, could you set the record straight? I think you said you were talking about Allie Oops. But then I was really wondering, do they actually call you Allie at all? Nah, they called me Allie for like two months. <laughs> that's what they that's what they thought I said when I first came man. Uh they thought I said call me Allie, but I was really saying throw me Allies. <laughs> Weird, I know, but you know, I was a little nervous when they coach put me on the spot. I know what to say. So I was just <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind, like I'm just Alice. But it misunderstood. Um but they so, don't they don't call you that anymore. 
Nah, nah, they start calling me that. Gotcha. Um, I wanted to give you a pop quiz. Do you remember who you scored your first NBA points on? Uh, I'll give you some context. It was January 4th, which is my mom's birthday, as you know. Uh, on the road in Charlotte, um, you hit a driving hook shot sort of floater on this player. Do you remember who that was? Oh, no, nah, we wasn't on the road that game, though. Nope. That, was in, that was in Philly. It was against Charlotte. And do you, yeah, it was against Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the bigs. He had dreads. I think it was like Nick Richards or something. Yeah, like that. that's right. <laughs> Number 14, Nick Richards. Well done. Uh, and the bench went crazy. And what was that moment like for you? Hey, it, was, it was, that was crazy. That was like, you know, my first NBA points. I was so happy afterwards. You know, I ain't, that was just one of them buckets, you know, I'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, we were hoping we could do a little, um, I guess it's kind of like a speed round with you where we'll hit you with, you know, kind of, you know, uh, whether it's a, a person, a thing, and you tell us the first thing that comes to your mind, first thing you think of, uh, if you're up for that. So uh, first thing, uh, favorite food? Uh, shrimp Alfredo. Mm. Joel Embiid. Uh, MVP. <laughs> yeah. How about Isaiah Joe? Uh, sniper. Jamario Jones. Uh, funny dude, lie. <laughs> How about your favorite movie? Uh, Friday. Your favorite sport aside from basketball? Football. Okay. And what would you do if you weren't a basketball player? Uh, investment banking. <laughs> wow. Okay. Love that. Uh, and last one, your favorite genre of music and favorite musical artist? Hip hop. And I like, right now, I, mean, I like Pooh Shiesty a lot. Okay. So, um, that's, I guess, that, that's the end of our uh, lightning round a little bit. But um, you recently tweeted um, that you love Philly. Um, and I know that, you know, as you know, we're, we're Philly fans and we're, you know, connect with a lot of Philly fans. And we can definitely say the Philly fans have loved you for sure. Um, what do you think it is that's kind of made you and Philly such a great fit so quickly? Because I feel like, you know, right away, it seems like, you know, both ways, it's been a good fit. I think it's been the, the support uh, that they've been showing, um, especially like through social media and stuff. Uh, I think, I've been getting like a lot of positive energy from from the fans, a lot of positive like support. So, you know, I, I appreciate that kind of stuff because I feel like it's not like that everywhere. Uh, yesterday on Twitter, you announced that you have a new website and that you're going to be making some out the mud T-shirts that that people can get. Um, people seem to have really latched onto that catchphrase, uh, and you have really popularized it. What does it mean to you? The catchphrase out of what? Yeah. Uh, to me, for me, it means just. Uh, well, I I just give you like an example. Uh, so like billionaires, people think like they become billionaires, just 
like people think they they are giving like billions, but really they have to work for it. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, like they don't they don't make billions just off uh, by not working. Uh, and they don't really be having help either. They you know they gotta make it happen themselves. So you know, for me, out of the just you know making it happen without like. Without like, I'm not gonna say without help because you and you need help, but mm-hmm. making like making it happen on your own. Uh, yeah. But when I when I when I was starting saying out the mud, you know, I was just I meant that like, you know, just making it happen. Like even if I got to do it like on my own, uh, like all the list of like reading books and. You know, doing my workouts like in my room, like when especially when we had the quarantine. Uh, doing my own workouts in my room. Um, you know, just trying to grow in every in every way possible, becoming the best player person I can be. Um, that's how that's how I take it. Cool. Um, I also wanted to ask you. You know, you guys had a great win over the Celtics last night. Uh, in my opinion, any win over the Celtics is always a great win. Um, obviously, you know, it's a big rivalry. And, you know, you had a, you had a nice block at the end of the game last night. Um, and I was just wanted to hear your thoughts on, you know, obviously it's your, it's your first season um, and your thoughts so far on the Sixers-Celtics rivalry um, and what you think of it uh, as having played in it. Uh, the Sixers-Celtics rivalry, I know it's like real. I know we two teams in the East that would possibly see each other in the playoffs. And what it's been like, I mean, we've been beating them. I think we beat them every time we played them this year. So it's been, it's been cool, you know? I mean, yeah. Man, we played them with Joe. So we got like our full strength. I feel like ain't no team, can't no team be that. Period. <laughs> Period. I love that. Um, so, listen, we're, we're basically going to get you out of here. Usually on this podcast, we have another host named Emily. She's getting married in 48 hours. So she couldn't be uh-huh. here right now because she's getting ready for that. But she wanted to send her wishes to you. She loves you. She's uh, one of the people that's been talking about you a lot. So I wanted to make sure that I told you from Emily that she's sorry she can't be here, but she would have loved to. And, and she's a huge fan. That's yeah, okay, Emily. Uh, congratulations on getting married. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I can't thank you enough for, for doing this, for hanging out with us. We're such fans and uh, people will be really excited to hear from you. And uh, again, really appreciate you being here with us and, and we'll be rooting for you. Hey, thank, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm honored. Paul Reed on the podcast. That's awesome. That was great. He was great. Um, yeah. Big thank you to Rob and Patrick from the Sixers for, uh, for letting us have, uh, have Paul on and helping to coordinate that. And again, yes, we did the intro with Emily. Uh, Emily was going to be able to do it if it happened very early in the day. And uh, it ended up happening a, a bit later. So that's why Emily wasn't with us asking questions there, but she's getting ready for our wedding. Um, we have to send our well wishes to, to Emily and to Jordy and 
we hope that they have a great time on Friday at the wedding and uh, still waiting our invites, but hopefully we get them soon. Um, and yeah, we, we love you, Emily, and, and, and uh, have a great time on Friday. And yeah, anything else from you, buddy? I think that was well put. Thank you to Paul. Good luck to Emily. Huge week for the podcast, really. So Big week. Uh, yeah, and it was great. This is our first, Paul was the first, uh, I guess, NBA player at all we've had on. But, I mean, specifically, current Sixer is awesome. And, you know, everyone loves Paul. Mm -hmm. uh, super cool. We've been obviously wanting to, we've talked for a while about, you know, we want to see Paul get more minutes. We really enjoyed watching watching him play. So it was just awesome to get to talk to him. Yeah, he was great. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and get this up as soon as I can. And um, yeah, thank you again to the Sixers and, and definitely thank you to Paul who now has us as lifetime fans. So, uh, right. so yeah, thank you and again to them and best friends. I think that we really hit it off. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll see you soon. See ya. to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today